This is Chad Harrison, and you're listening to Hope Alive, applying God's word to your daily life. Hi, this is Chad Harrison, and I am the teaching pastor of Lake Community Church and have been serving as a pastor for 25 years. I'm also a practicing attorney. This podcast is designed to help you study God's word and find God's will for your life. I pray in the name of Jesus right now that God would open up his word to you and allow you to see him and to know him and to know his will, that you might glorify him and that you might walk in faith and power each and every day, especially today in Jesus name. Good morning. Welcome to Lake Community Church's morning Bible study. We're in Exodus chapter 32 and we're dealing with verse 15. And as we go through this, obviously Moses is going to go down the mountain the people have rebelled against God. There's a lot of things as I study through this that interest me. It is a very difficult passage of scripture that we're going to uh, deal with over the next uh, few days. But um, these next two verses are very interesting. They just pique my interest as an attorney just because just because the way the Ten Commandments are described here. And I think it's worth taking a moment to look at them and taking a moment to consider the importance of how they're presented because they are going to be broken. They're going to be broken at the bottom of the mountain. And uh, them being broken is a picture of God's uh, covenant being broken with the people. And that is a, uh, that's an important aspect of this passage that you need to consider and look at. I'm not saying that I am telling you exactly 100% I believe that, that those things uh, are, are true. I'm just saying there are some stark pictures in here of issues that uh, have to be uh, weighed out as you study through Exodus. They have to be weighed out, and they have to be weighed out not only in light of the book of Exodus, but they have to be weighed out in light of the rest of Scripture. And so when we're studying through this, it's important to look down and go, okay, what is going on here? And uh, verse 15 says, And Moses turned and went down from the mountain. God told him that they're in rebellion down on the, they're down in the plain, and they're in rebellion, that they have, they have turned against him. And Moses is going down the mountain to deal with the situation. He's still the leader. He's still the one that God has placed in charge of the people. He's still the one that God is working through. And so he has a responsibility to go handle the situation. That is an important responsibility. Leadership requires that you do what God has told you to do in the moments God opens the door for you to do them. You can't hide from leadership. You can't hide from what is required. You have to go and do what God has led you to do. And Moses turned and goes down the mountain. Notice what it says about it, though. It says, and the two tablets of the testimony. And this word is used several times in the Old Testament. And it's used as a reference to the Ten Commandments, but it's a reference to the actual tablets. And the word testimony here means precepts of God, means, means, mean, meaning they're the orders, the commandments, the precepts, the, the way God wants to reveal himself to the people, his holiness. They are that God saying, these are my precepts. These are the things that I say are the boundary lines. They're the defining guide of my holiness. And I, I want you to see that because oftentimes we see the commandments as orders. And the truth is they're more, they're better understood to be boundaries. These are the boundaries of who God is. The If you're inside the boundaries of who God is, you're in Christ or you're 
in the light or you're in the way or you're in the truth as we're as we think about the different ways God presents himself if I'm inside these boundaries then I'm in I'm in the spirit I'm in I'm in God I'm in Christ I, I am in the I'm in the gate I'm inside the fence if I'm on the other side of the boundaries then I'm outside, I'm in darkness, I'm lost, I'm separated, I'm outside the will of God. All those ideas, if you'll notice they have in and out to them, all those ideas are really a better way of understanding the Ten Commandments here. He says the two tablets of the testimony were in his hand. The two tablets of the precepts of God were in his hand. Notice what it says about them though. It says the tablets were written on both sides. And the only way for us to know this is that Moses tells them this, that Moses is writing Exodus here, because they're not going to see the tablets. They're not going to see the precepts of God. They're not going to experience Moses bringing them in a celebratory way, because why? Because they've wandered off into idolatry while God is giving them the precepts. And boy, isn't that some picture there? It's a huge picture. We wander off into idolatry all the time. We wander off into the worship of other gods all the time. And in the midst of God trying to reveal himself to us, oftentimes we turn our ears off to him, we turn our heart away from him, and we turn our mind toward our own desires and our own thoughts, and then for it, we're off in the middle of idolatry right at the moment when God's trying to reveal himself, right at the moment when God's trying to do his work and his will. And there's just not a whole lot that 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 can turn us from it except that we learn to trust God except that we learn to trust what he says except that we order our lives in such a way that we put ourselves inside the gate and by the way God gives us that right God gives us he calls us by our name he calls us out of darkness but once we come to him, we got to we we have to. He gives us the free will to choose to stay inside the gate. He, he gives us the free will to know the boundaries and to stay in those boundaries. And in the midst of him revealing himself uh, throughout our lives, we oftentimes leave the fence. We jump the fence. We do, and we decide we're going to move away from one of the precepts of God. And we've already talked about those precepts way back, and it seems like a long time ago, and it probably was because it was, it was dozens of chapters ago. But we saw what the precepts of God. The first precepts deal with how to love God and how to have a relationship with Him. And then we have a precept about how to have a relationship with our parents. And then we have all the precepts about how to, the boundaries of how to uh, have good relationship with our neighbors. And then finally, we learned how to have a good relationship with ourselves without coveting others things we keep ourselves and our hearts tuned toward God. When you get outside those precepts, you mess it up. The tablet is written on both sides. I think that is a boy that that brings a whole lot to my mind. In 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 Jewish culture in Israel, a deed for land was written on both sides and then it was kept at either the synagogue or the temple near where the where the property was. That that was and by the way, every 70th year the property always went back to its original owner, so they would keep those deeds for however long the 70th year was away. If I sold my property to someone 
the 40th year in, I wasn't really selling it to them for in perpetuity. What I was selling it to them for was the next 30 years. And so they'd keep a record of that in the synagogue. It would be a deed that would be written on both sides. It'd be a piece of paper that wrote, was written on both sides that would identify the property, identify who was giving them the property and who was getting the property. And they would have a right to possess that property for 30 years. And uh, then at the end of that 70-year period, 30 years in our illustration, they would the land would revert back to someone. And so deeds were written on both sides so that when you picked up a piece of paper, you would know that it was an important piece of paper because it would be written on both sides. It would be a deed. Scrolls or the Word of God was written on one side, but deeds were written on both sides. So if you went in the synagogue and you found a scroll, and it was written on one side, that was the word of God. If you found a piece of paper that was written on both sides, you would know that was a deed to property and it was an important piece of paper to remain in there in their rudimentary filing systems that they had back then. And so it was important to get that, that a deed was written on both sides. I find it interesting that the covenant God was making with his people was a deed, much like the deed we see in the book of the Revelation, the scroll that is written on both sides where God says, who can take the scroll and who can, who's able to take the scroll? And the Bible says that no one in heaven on earth is able to take the scroll. And John wept bitterly. And one of the elders came and put his hand on his shoulder and said, look, the line of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has taken the scroll. And he's able to open it, and it seals. And by the way, these scrolls were sealed with a, a wax seal. And only the people who were able to redeem the scroll could open the scroll. The only, per, only person who could open that deed up is the person who owned the land prior. The family who had the right to the land prior could pay back for that land and they could redeem that land back to themselves. And so it's a picture of having a deed. And in the book of the Revelation, it's a deed to the earth. It is man taking back the original purpose and way that God had made him for his creation. It is a picture of receiving the ability to function as we should function as human beings rightly situated in God's creation. And this tablet of testimony, this Ten Commandments being written on both sides is the deed or the way God was showing them how they could rightly get back into functioning in the purposes and the will God had for humanity itself, for all of mankind they could get back to functioning rightly as human beings in God's creation. It was a great promise. It was a great promise. Now, we know that the law, the law does not fix us. The law just defines God. But you need to see that God's desire all the time is for us to be right with him, but also be right with ourselves and be right with our position in creation. And these tablets were written for the purpose of helping mankind get back right with creation. And we understand in the New Testament that Jesus didn't come to destroy the law, but to fulfill it. He's a fulfillment of this law. He's a fulfillment of the rightness of how to get back in a right relationship with God and a right relationship with ourselves and a right relationship with creation. And this tablet being written on both sides is important understanding that this is a step in the process of things being made right with God and being made right with mankind. It says, now, the tablets were the work of God. Notice, they're not the work of man. 
they, they don't come from man, they come from God. He says, and the writing was the writing of God engraved on the tablets. So literally God himself engraved these tablets. God himself made this covenant. God himself gave these precepts. God was doing the things that, that would make man right with him and right with himself and right with creation. And mankind could be at peace with God, could be at peace with each other, and could be at peace with that which uh, God made for him to uh, have dominion over. And so these, these Ten Commandments were, were more than just uh, God giving them some idea of how he wanted them to live. These were God's way of giving man how he wanted to, he, how he wanted man to know him completely, how he wanted man to move back in a right way with all that God had given man in the Garden of Eden. All that Adam had in the Garden of Eden, God was beginning the process of bringing man back into that, into line with that, into the fold, in, inside the fence. That's where he's getting man back to. And that's the whole purpose of the Ten Commandments. That's the whole purpose of what God's doing here. I, I say that it's exciting when I just run across something like that. And oftentimes if we're reading, you've got, the, you've got them building the golden calf and all the mess that goes on. And God says, oh, no, they've built the golden calf. And then you want to rush down and get to, you want to get the, the scoop on what happens when Moses gets there. And you read right past verse 15 and 16. That happens all the time. But the truth is that 15 and 16 is set here. And it's very specific. It's very specific. It says, listen, these things are important. These tablets were written by God by his own hand. The only thing really that we have that is a, other than creation itself, which is everything, but the only thing that we really know that God himself wrote on are these commandments. And they're written on both sides, these precepts, these boundaries that God has given us. They're written on both sides and they were given to Moses to uh, go down to the mountain. And what happens when he gets there? They're broken. And they're broken because man uh, man wants to always wander in idolatry. Uh, we're going to see what happens uh, because of that. And there's a verse that's coming up that's it's a little disturbing. And uh, the truth is that uh, it's something that we have to deal with. But I would say to you that uh, God has written the precepts of his will and his way on your heart. Not only are the Ten Commandments written on his heart, on your heart, but the very power and the will of God by his Holy Spirit is in your heart and at work all the time. And to say inside the boundaries, you have to stay close to the boundary maker. And uh, that means you need to stay close to God. And the way we do that is we know his word. We believe his word. We, we faith it in our hearts and we act it out in our lives. The more that we do that, the more that we uh, walk in that, uh, the closer we are to him and the closer we are to the fulfillment of his purposes for us in this world and the more life we know. And so uh, I would just say to you, as you read this, realize that this offering that God makes of his precepts, handwritten on tablets of stone, are actually handwritten on your heart also. And God is always at work making those things alive inside of you. You ought to join him in his work and allow him to make you new each and every day. As you go today, I pray that the Lord will bless you and keep you, that he'll make his face to shine upon you, and that he will give you hope 
and peace today in Jesus' name.